Oh my god, this guy's eyebrows. Yahweh, what's up, Fudgebaggers? <laughs> what guy's eyebrows? What are you talking about? Your eyebrows during that theme song. How you mean? How you say? Oh, they were all over the place. What do you mean? What do I mean? This and that. And like, oh, oh it's going to be a thing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, episode Midweek Freak Treat, episode eight, Home Alone on the Range. Neither of us want to be here right now, but here we are. So... <laughs> I'm Zachary Obama. And I'm Jonathan Toilet Toilet, bringing it hot. There he is. There's the two toilet kid. Yeah. This week, uh, yeah, you know, Malibu Dan is at it again, uh, bringing yep. in fake country singers to be in his show. He's in Malibu. He's ready to surf. <laughs> He's doing the morning show for sure. His wife and he's got Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> is his oh. wife Holiday Sinclair has disappeared from the episode about halfway through. We, uh -huh. if anyone has seen Holiday Sinclair, please let us know where she is because she just up and vaporizes at one point. So good luck to you. She's front heavy though. She's there. Hey, is she ever? <laughs> They're uh, complaining about her cooking for most of the intro or all of the intro before the theme song. Yeah. I was a race car driver. <laughs> I'm still so upset that it has like a skip now feature. I just look at it in anger. Right. And like this is the only reason why I want to live right now. You should be. We should be tweeting at David A.R. White being like, hey, take that feature off of Pure Flix. We never want to <laughs> skip the intro. No. And you are still not getting this option, are you? No, I, I get it. Uh, no, I don't get the option. I yeah. On the little time bar on the bottom, there's like two dots on either end of the credits. So presumably Ooh, that's like, hey, if you, just, if you just want to get away from that, you just want to skip the opening. You just click here to skip it, but it's not, there's no button. It kind of looked like you were stroking like a, like a really thick nipple, like width-wise. Sure, yeah, like a Reginald Val Johnson si size nipple. Do you think he has big nipples? Yeah. I always see dudes, you know, bros yeah. like that. And I'm like, that guy's got small nipples. I could just like, mm, his eyes. You could see it in his eyes. Well, that that is what they say is that your nipples are usually the size of your eyes. And so, you yeah, know, like... Usually. Usually. Not always. Not always one-to-one. -one. Obviously, you know, like genetics yeah. make up for a little bit. But yeah, for the most part, your nips the size of your eyes. So... Yeah. Glitches in the Matrix. But other than that, yeah. nips and eyes, for, same size. For RVJ, he's got big baloney nips, I think. I think I think if you looked at RVJ, <laughs> you would go, I don't think this guy has nipples. And then the light would change and you'd go, oh, there they are. Just very faint Huh, that's interesting. Okay, well, we love your oh, nips. Oh, yes, they are. You kind of <laughs> sounded like Owen Wilson talking about Rev Reginald Val Johnson nipples. Oh, thank you. I, no, thank you. I haven't been working on my Owen Wilson, but I'll take the compliment. You weren't working on it all weekend? Oh, man. I'll tell you what I was working on. Uh, yeah. Getting a bunch of religious uh, stuff from my parents. <laughs> hey! Hey! My mom was like, yeah. hey, I have all this stuff uh, from your grandma who passed away. Do you want, like, any of her, like, rosaries or crucifixes? And I was like, I want all of that stuff. So I got <laughs> I got a crucifix. I got a Mary statue. I got a big oh, – I got a nice God. rosary with, like, wooden beads. It's great, man. I've never been more jealous of your recording studio. I mean, you had other stuff, but now it's 
it's it. It's legit now. Yeah. yeah. I got a I got a crucifix with Jesus on it who has no nipples. Speaking of nipples, he's got yeah. the Reginald Val Johnson body. He's got no nipples and no abs, and uh, he's okay. pretty doughy from the looks of it. That's our Lord and so, Savior. No nipples. No. A bit doughy. A bit doughy. But still has a bunch of uh, nails driven through his hands and oh, feet. Yeah, of course. Definitely going to die up here on this cross for sure, but... Uh-huh. You know, but that's just, that's the name of the game. You know what I'm but saying? But no nips. No, God, no nips. Oh, my gosh. No abs either. And maybe no pubes. He's got a little skirt, and I don't know what's under it, but, you know, I'm not going to go peeking. He's the Lord. Do you think he shaved down there? Like, in preparation for his crucifixion? Possibly. I mean, he knew what was going down. He was in the garden being like, God, I don't want to, don't kill me, God. All right, fine. Kill me, God. That's fine. Let me just shave my pubes first so I got a yeah. nice looking corpse. He got one last wish, and it was uh, to shave his pubes first. <laughs> yeah, that is how Jesus operated, was on a wish-based system. Like, well, I, before I w- he got killed. I, or- wish we, I wish we had more loaves of bread. And he was like, say no more. It's <laughs> a, lot on of, the cross. a lot of friggin' bread. No one really questioned how that happened. Oh, there was so much wheat. Oh, yeah, that's just it, right? I mean, it, it's usually it's sitting in uh, people, the Israelites, uh, co- you know, coffers rotting, but yeah. not this time. No, they make it into bread this time and then freeze it underground. Whoa, that's pretty impressive. Is that what they used to they'd, they'd carry giant blocks of ice and stick them underground to keep them cold? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Do you know that Tommy Blaze didn't write this episode? How does that make no. you feel? Well, it was my favorite episode by far, so I absolutely believe it. Oh, I don't want I don't say stuff like that. Tommy Blaze is our boy. We follow him on Instagram. He hasn't posted in like nine years. <laughs> if I die prematurely, okay. all of it's going to Tommy Blaze. That's a good all your debt, you mean. No, all my riches. Oh, okay. All the riches from this podcast. So the the three fifty yeah. that you get from that mug sale, that's going to Tommy Blaze. Yeah, but I, I'm putting that 350 on ice and hoping it grows. <laughs> well, I mean, we haven't taken any of the money out of the store yet, so like, nice. right now that's Teespring's money. Okay, so are they collecting interest on it? I hope so, yeah. I hope they're investing it yeah. in, like, I don't know, Apple. Bonds. Or, yeah, some church. Pureflix. Bonds. Can we buy Pureflix stock? Is that a thing we could do? Are they a publicly traded company? I don't think they're big enough. No. What? They produce movies. They're a studio. Well, I ho- heard. I heard Ooh, all right, easy. Uh, Rupert Grint is going to invest. What? Yeah. Mr. Orange Face himself. <laughs> no, that can't be correct. Are you serious? Rupert Grint uh, is investing in Pure Flix? No, he isn't. That was, that was a little yoke, guys. Uh, I don't want to get uh, that guy in trouble. You got or a woman. Me. It might be a woman, yeah. Yep. Huh. Pure Flix Entertainment LLC. Hmm. We could probably send them money. Like, they'll take our money. Oh, absolutely. Well, we do send them money every month. Yeah, <laughs> every but we can month. send them hundreds. What if we each send them $100 out of our hard-earned cash? Well, maybe they'll start replying to our tweets then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I called out David A.R. White and Pure Flix in our last tweet, and neither of them responded to it. What a shame. Usually they're good to just hit like on it, but they didn't. Did you uh, tag CSI Miami? I tagged David Caruso, yeah. He should be the next David. A.R. White. 
I would love that. Yeah, David A.R. Caruso. What if? Uh, okay, so David A.R. White yeah. unfortunately passes away. Oh, goes on to peace. heaven. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah, yeah. Compares but, compares how many loads he busted compared to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then um, Pure Flicks can't lose their nut. He's their nut. <laughs> yeah, well, he is. <laughs> like he yeah. really is their nut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's the nut. Yeah. So instead, they put a little uh, makeup on David Caruso and then just present him as David A.R. White. You know, ble- bleach the tips, mm-hmm. um, wear probably bigger sunglasses. Yeah, and, like, only show him from a distance. So you don't yeah. really get a good look at him, but it's just, like, there's something. Like, David's, David A.R. White's not talking anymore. He just waves to the crowd while... You know, some other guy, David Geddes, or whoever the guy is yeah. who plays uh, Reggie, he's he does all mm. the talking now. But oh yeah, there's a man who they say is David A. R. White there, but yeah, who can tell? Reggie and his hot wife. Oh my god, you think that's his wife in real life? <laughs> I hope so. I'm hoping that life for Reggie because we saw Arlen's life and that broke me to a certain extent. I want Reggie to have a little bit more shine in his life. I feel so bad for Brad Heller because he just plays nothing but sad losers in in everything Pure Flix has put him in so far that we've seen. Just he's either Darlin' Arlen, the saddest man who ever lived, or mm-hmm. he's scummy whatever the hell his name is on this show and uh he's getting everyone Gretchen and McBride tickets. Yeah. Or Joe Schmo Killer from uh what was it uh, that murder show he was in? For a scene, murder she wrote. Yeah, that's Mur- uh, murder she prayed. I believe is what it was called on Pure Flix. <laughs> he demanded the name change. Right. Yeah. It, just for his episode, though. The whole episode was about a woman praying for the death of people, and then it happens. Yeah. She goes well. Well, that's why he came up with the Heller method, so he didn't have to like actually become the monster that he portrays on TV. <laughs> yeah, because before that, he was method acting. He would actually go out and kill people, <laughs> yeah. do stuff. He would get ready for his parts by doing horrific things that his characters would do and just be like, I'm in character right now. Yeah. Well, the Heller method got him off. Oh, man. Hey, same here. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was about to go away for a long, long time for killing people, mm-hmm. and he was like, how about I create this thing called the Heller method <laughs> so we can get rid of uh, you know, um, that type of acting. Yeah, so we can just, instead of calling it method acting, we'll call it Heller yeah. acting. We'll call it the Heller method. method. Yeah. Method to madness acting. Hey, that sounds pretty good. Get naked. <laughs> you know, remember that band? They're great. What, the one that told you to get naked? Yeah. Wasn't that method to may? Oh, that's method, method to mayhem? Who was the band with Tommy Lee? And You know, remember? What's method to madness? It's a thing, isn't it? Is it? Madness? Yeah, I'm almost part. Yeah, yeah, way it's a thing. I think it might be original. I mean, it might be a Celine Dion original. Uh... (laughs) You know what? Don't Google Method to Madness or you'll find out where we're from. So uh, don't Google that. That'll that'll reveal... That's a local thing that will reveal exactly where we're from. So... (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you're looking for it... Uh, type Haiti first, and yeah. then you'll definitely find it. Exactly. And you can even spell the name wrong, and it'll still give you exactly what you're looking for. So, <laughs> Man, praise be to Haiti. Oh, yeah, truly. Praise him. <laughs> Haiti rules. Haiti rules. So Gretchen McBride, not a real person. I mean, not a real... Uh-huh. The, 
the character of Gretchen McBride not real. Which is weird because they name drop Luke Bryan in Malibu Dan, or was it on this show? Uh, which one was Luke Bryan? Uh, he's my favorite they country kn- singer. Oh, yeah. But they only name drop him. He wasn't around or in the distance. That's true. Who was the, the fiddler? The guy who diddled the fiddle in, in Malibu Dan? Uh, Chris Reniac? <laughs> Chris Angel, I believe, was his name. <laughs> Mind freak. Why has They should have got him. Real, like honestly, Pureflix should adopt Chris Angel as like a spokesperson or like his last name's Angel. Give it to him. It's yeah. a gift. You think he would go Christian if they gave him enough money? I bet he already is Christian as frick. I guarantee well he wears like a Jesus piece. So I guarantee yeah. he's Christian as frick. I'll show you my Jesus piece. Hey, I'll show you my <laughs> here it is right here. He's got no nips. <laughs> is Chris Angel Christian as a mind freak. freak. Oh yes, are you ready? Of course he is. I'm not ready, and I don't know if he is. I think he just uses camera angles. You know, I honestly think I shouldn't have typed in Christian as frick because it's throwing off the search results. <laughs> like everything you do, you should you should probably Bing it then. That's a good point. No, I only use Bing for pornography. <laughs> That's weird, man. So you get like incorrect results and you're like, oh, this is fun. This will work. Hey, whatever it gives me. It's I roll the dice every time. I type in Chris Angel nude and then whatever comes up, that's what, you know, that's I put another notch on my belt. Do you think anybody's sexually attracted to dice? There's got to be. Like, like Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, that's, yeah, of course. Also like rolling dice. He would be so mad if he heard you ask that question. Do you think anyone's sexually attracted to dice? And you go, hey, the dice man! Hey, get the guy, get a break over here! Hey, tell this guy to go <laughs> sit on a tuffet! <laughs> that might have been my best accent, yeah. I would agree, yeah. I mean, yeah. can we hear it one more time? Can you hit us with a little more dice? I don't know if I can. <laughs> wow, that's really good. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> For the listeners, Johnny is, he has put on like a bedazzled leather jacket that yeah. says like Dice Man on the back of it. It's pretty cool. I kind of wish out of all the lives I've interacted with on this earth while I've been here, the one I would trade myself with is probably Andrew Dice Clay's. I mean, truly, the man was a titan of the comedy yeah. industry for a brief window of time I, yeah. I've I've made this revelation I think I said this on another show that I was on but Andrew Dice Clay is the Dane Cook of the 80s yeah. it's, he has the same career trajectory the biggest star in the world he does the biggest show he's ever done and then everyone turns on him and everyone hates him forever <laughs> and it's like yeah. it's exactly the same it's insane he might have gotten bigger I don't know Dane Cook was like that too he got more movies out of it, probably. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, what's his name? Andrew Dice Clay made one movie and everyone hated it. <laughs> like, I would say Andrew Dice Clay was a pyramid. Okay. And then uh, Dane Cook was more like a, like a plateau. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's more like an inverted pyramid. <laughs> Don't you say inverted pyramid in front of these people. <laughs> That's our thing, okay. Listeners, guess what? I have an inverted pyramid, and you can guess where it is, all right? Hey! Hey, 
I'm trying to smoke well, over here. I mean, that is, that's one thing Dice had on Dane. Dice and Dane. That's one thing Dice had on Dane was that he smoked like the most obnoxious asshole ever. Just flipping yeah. his head around and holding his hand over his head and smoking. He was the best. What a creature. Like, nobody... Well, other than Dane Cook, of course. Yeah, of course. Like, what an interesting, weird life that guy's led. And, like... <sighs> Probably enough money to sustain a person if he was smart about it. I mean, bedazzled leather jackets cost a lot of money, but he seems to have yeah. made it work. He's doing okay from the looks of it. He's got a wife he well, hates. Life is great for him. Reality TV really stepped up for him. And, right. like, you're not going to use cheap rhinestones in your leather jacket when you're that big. You're getting diamonds. Yeah, and you're not buying vegan leather. You're buying... <laughs> You're killing a cow, skinning it, and turning it into leather. That's your bag, baby. Although vegan leather back then might have been, like, more expensive. That's a good point. Yeah, and it was probably, like, cool. <laughs> it was like, yeah. wow, this new vegan leather. And then people wore it and was like, this actually, like, regular leather is way better than vegan leather, right? <laughs> like, this sucks. Hey, vegan leather <laughs> sucks. All my rhinestones keep falling out of it. It's trash. Vegan leather blows. It doesn't hold the shape. It's, I, there's not even the smell of farm on my jacket. I don't even. Yes. I don't even. I can't even imagine the face of the creature that I'm wearing right now. Well, that's the, that's the thing about wearing animals, right? Is you get to imagine them living and loving, yeah. and living in the water, yeah, and then they're just murdered for your. Uh, artistry. Well, for what becomes your artistry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 What comes your artistry. Exactly. I, I'm i going to say, I'm going to make a bold stance right here. Andrew Dice Clay's The Day the Laughter Died is a better album than any album Dane Cook has put out. It is funnier than anything Dane Cook has released. And that includes Harmful of Swallowed, which is a pretty good album, actually. The yes. Day the Laughter Died is better than all of Dane's whole career. Dane wishes he could hold a candle to Andrew Dice Clay. Like, I don't agree maybe with some of the things that Andrew Dice Clay said. But sure you do. Given the time <laughs> and the place, I mean, it's just real good humor. Hey, man, it's serious humor, and that's what I yeah. respect about it. Can we just make? Can man. we just turn this into an Andrew Dice Clay podcast? I'm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, midweek freak treat for sure. Of course, yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I genuinely like Andrew Dice Clay's comedy sometimes. Some of his stuff's yeah. great. Me too. Yeah. He's outrageous. If he were like just a character some normal guy on Wall Street was uh, portraying on <laughs> Off Broadway, yeah. that would be amazing. Like, I would probably be the biggest Andrew Dice uh, fan ever. The fact that he's a real human being and like he believes some of those things that he said. We don't know that. I don't want to put those words in his mouth. Yeah, maybe he is a you know a laundromat owner from Brooklyn. I'd love to see Steve Martin play Andrew Dice Clay in an off-Broadway production of Andrew Dice Clay's Life. Off-Broadway? Off-Bob-Bye. Sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I used to have a clock that had dice on it. Like, yeah. the time was represented with uh, two pairs of dice. And so mm. the name of that clock, of course, was Andrew Dice Clock, of course. <laughs> Nice. Thanks. I think I want to turn my life into an Andrew Dice Clay life. Well, first of all, you need to take up smoking. And then you uh -huh. need to do it very stylishly. Like, 
his smoking was all about the style points. It wasn't about yeah. the actual cigarette. It was how can he contort himself to get that dirt in his lips. Which is weird, man, because, like, you don't have a lot of dexterity when you're smoking. You, like, all your joints are for crap. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. You smoke long enough, all your joints are crap. Yeah. Hey, finish, that... finish this rhyme for me. Hickory uh, dickory dock. My butt is up my... Clock? Why didn't he ever have? Why didn't he ever make the the poem "Hickory Dickory Dock"? I bust into a sock. Why wasn't that a thing that Andrew Dice Clay said in his saddest in his saddest hours? Because he was like the epitome of masculinity. Yeah, you're damn right he was. He was <laughs> and it. Like it, it wasn't cool to do that when you were a kid. That's true. And yeah. Truly, masculinity peaked with Andrew Dice Clay. There hasn't been someone to replicate the testosterone, the pure testosterone that radiated off of Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, the pure flex testosterone. Pure flex. Give ADC a comeback special, please, please. Yeah, but like put him like same clothing that he mm. would pl- wear on any tour, mm-hmm. but like have it uh, all white, silver <laughs> accents. Maybe like a lightning bolt in the back. Well, see, I'm picturing white leather jacket, oh. uh, golden crucifix rhinestone on the back, like a, a, oh, okay. a golden crucifix made out of rhinestones. We could we could make it like a silver crucifix, put a lightning bolt behind it or something like that. There's lots uh, of options. Yeah, we you really need to make it more about God, I guess. Uh, I'm just more of a non-gold guy when it comes to like God. <laughs> I get it. I just think that white and gold go well together. Those two colors complement oh, each yeah. other. But, you know, for a jacket, do whatever you want, Dice. It's fine. It's your jacket. Hey, your jacket hey, it is. Hey, jacket. Take, hey, take off your pants and jacket. I think I made that joke in an earlier episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, le- within the last month, for sure. This is not the first time Andrew Dice Clay's come up on this show. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Like we've, we've definitely talked about Andrew Dice Clay before. Okay. Or at least we've done impressions of him, certainly. (laughs) Hey, forget about it. Hey, thank you, Lord, for giving us life. The the craziest thing to me about Andrew Dice Clay is that it was basically Fonzie. Like a cool Fonzie, though. Like a Fonzie (laughs) who would, like, like snap women's bras and stuff like that. Like a hulkier Fonzie. Yeah, like if he, instead of hitting the jukebox, he'd just go, hey, play my track, and then it would play his track, you know? It was basically a more New Yorkian Fonzie, because it all stems from A. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's, it all comes back to A, and having nice hair, and yeah. uh, a leather jacket, and uh, looking at yourself in the mirror being like, I don't need to change, I'm perfect, hey babe, I'm perfect. Did Fonzie smoke? Uh yeah, big cigars I think. <laughs> he got a whole yeah generation. with like uh, Orange Face's uh, dad. Orange Face's dad, who's that? Well, the ginger. First of all, who's Orange Face? Second of all, who's their dad? Who's who is their daddy, and what does he do? On um, the Fonzie show. <laughs> yeah, I bet he would. Lo- he would have loved it if that's what that show was called, the Fonzie show. 
They almost did that. <laughs> I guarantee you it was put around the writer's table for sure. Hey, if Joey from Friends can get a show, why can't the Fonzie get a show? <laughs> Henry Winkler. What are the odds that there... What are the odds that, like, Peacock or some channel does, like, like revitalizes Happy Days and brings back Henry Winkler as old Fonz... And then it's like maybe that's maybe that's a show old Fonz, and it's just about an old Fonzie and how sad he would be in 2021. <laughs> yeah, like it's really dark, like Louie dark. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, Louie lo- watching Louie in 2021 dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although the scene where he's like trying to get his kids like doll put together is is still very funny on louis that's there a lot of louis is still great i don't want to i don't want to trash that show that's still a really great show shout outs to dane cook for being in an episode of that show yeah shout outs to dane cook for you know showing up and being a man about comedy yeah we love dane cook in fact we're gonna try to get dane cook to come on our show to talk about christian things and also andrew dice clay because why yeah, not I, well i want him to talk about andrew dice clay clay and right. the parallels between their career and really break it down for us do you think anyone has ever told dane cook that they think of him as the andrew dice clay of the 20 20 20 the 20s the 2000s 20s. 2000s the odds the, i like the odds yeah do you like the odds? the naughty oddies yeah i love it yeah okay. yeah yeah yeah. do you think anyone's ever i think i think we should be the first to tell dane cook that he is andrew dice clay <laughs> of the new millennium <laughs> Well, you know, I think the only thing you can do is tweet at him. Make sure his local police, uh, you know, deputy is, you know, added. Of course. Of course. So he takes it seriously. <laughs> of course. Did you think it was weird that they all got tickets to this concert and, like, the youngest daughter was like, Row M? She was so excited they were sitting in Row M. It's like, wh- where could that be? Well, I think it's because romance Ro M, romance. Well, <laughs> yes, yes, and romance. <laughs> uh, is there anything significant about Ro M in the Bible? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. Okay, not that I know of. I don't think Jesus was ever like um, the person sitting in seat. 17 in row M. You get eternal life. Congratulations. <laughs> you get crucified instead of me today. <laughs> you are Barabbas. Man, those college years of Jesus. I just want like some information. I just want to make I want to make a Pure Flix original series that explores the undocumented teenage years of Jesus starring Andrew Dice Clay as Jesus Christ. Is that asking yeah. too much? I don't think so. Like Two guys and a girl, uh, and, and a, a pizza, pizza place, place, of course. <laughs> but like stripped down to like Mesoamerica, right? Yeah, yeah. Like one man a manger, and that's it. Is what it's yeah. called. <laughs> Forget. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> oh, golly. I like that for a tag on a any any title for a TV show. True. And that's it. <laughs> Modern Family, and that's it. <laughs> you did uh, pick the most boring title, and it worked. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Uh, watching this episode of this terrible show, I'm uh-huh. very excited to hear the theme song for Sons of Thunder. Uh huh. Like it's probably going to be this, but what? 
well, this, uh, I was a race car driver, but it was probably just switched to. Right. I was a motorcycle rider. Yeah. Go around the track, round and round. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Trying to 69. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Then whoa. Then whoa. I found my way to God. And, uh, I mean, I'm not quite sure what Sons of Thunder is about, but I, we're going to find out in two weeks, I guess. Three Real weeks. Real soon. I'm excited for the next episode of this show, and then we get to finally figure out what's going on with Sons of Thunder. My question for you for this television program was, was Gretchen McBride real? Uh, Oh, that's a good, yeah, because at the end she's talking to Sky and she's like, I'm just a figment, I'm a dream, I'm a dream within a dream. Uh, I think that she was, uh, no, I don't think she was real because only Dan interacts with her and then Sky interacts with her and nobody else interacts with her. He also wakes up from a dream. She's there, and then the next couple of scenes, he wakes up alone, and she's gone. And there's no real evidence that she was there. That's really weird. Yeah. I wonder if, Uh, like, if maybe, like, some kind of toxic gas is leaking out of the mountain that they live on, and it's causing mass hallucinations with everybody. You know, like, clearly the the ground is unstable. A rock slide destroyed the only town in and out of the... the only road in and out of the town, and that's pretty serious. Yeah, and there's no way this guy was a race car driver going round and round. No, God, no. Oh, my God, no. (laughs) He he clearly crashed into the wall himself by choice. I think he dreamt that whole scene. Like the intro. He, he dreamt all of it. Like he's gonna yeah. wake up and he's like, if this show doesn't end with Dan like going <gasps> like waking up, realizing he's still in the car that's cra- like he's burning to death in the car. And, yeah, and yeah, that would be a beautiful, beautiful ending to this show. Yeah, really artistic. Maybe that's what they're saving uh, Tommy Blaze for. <laughs> yeah, he has to write the series finale where they kill Randy Wilcox. Yeah. But, I mean, all in all, the fridge got fixed, and uh, all my love, Dad. We got to listen to a voice actor sing Amazing Grace, which was fine. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is about me, but I get very uncomfortable when people, like, passionately sing a cappella with, like, just, st- like, in a kitchen, just really singing from their heart. I'm always like, yeah, don't do that, right? Like... We all have to sit here and listen to you do that. This is all very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, there's a way better way to set it up. Like, give her a guitar. I thought that's how this was going to end, was that everybody was going to come back and she was going to put on, like, a private concert for everybody. And I mean, then, they set that like, up. They set yeah. it up with the karaoke and stuff on the bluff. Yeah. But they didn't do it, and that would have been way more uh, rewarding and comfortable to listen to. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I don't know. One one good gag in this episode. There was an actual good gag, and that's when uh, Dan goes to stuff on the bluff to get parts to fix his fridge, and Reggie goes, ah, you know, coldliness is next to godliness. And then Dan goes, that's not the expression. He goes, well, then why is it on this sign? And he holds up a sign that says coldliness is next to godliness. And then later on it's revealed Dan bought that sign off of him. <laughs> It, it's a real treat. It's a good gag. It was written well. Yeah. Also, Sky and Chuck are definitely going to frick at some point. Like, the sexual tension was so intense between them. When he was trying to, like, like coyly get a ride on her motorcycle to the concert. Oof. I was like, oof, my screen's steaming up over here. Yeah. 
Chuck from accounting is probably going to hit it. Hey, is he with it? <laughs> Let me quit it. Are you surprised that Carrot Top is still around? They're ringing every ounce of, of screen time they could get out of Carrot Top. So good for Juice. them. Ju- exactly. Much like the titular Carrot, he's a ju- well-juiced. Juiced. Juiced. My wife keeps threatening to make carrot soup, and I don't know what that is. Uh, don't yell that. Uh, I think carrot soup is the Hit the brakes. Yeah. Hit the brakes. We love this show. Whatever. <laughs>